Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia, episode number 38 of the said Purple Mafia. Today is Thursday, August the 27th, 2009, and it is great to have you with us once again today. Are you ready for some football? Which is a pun on the Minnesota Vikings website. Of course, it is right on the front page. And uh, Purple Mafia available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. And I want to welcome all of you new listeners who have hopped on board the bandwagon for the Minnesota Vikings and have hopped on board Purple Mafia due to Brett Favre joining things as it has just been an amazing week, week and a half or so. I mean, the, the popularity of this show has exploded. I'm not going to say just how much because it's uh, only fair to anybody else. So uh, it's just been a, a great, great week for me personally. Uh, we're not going to have a super-duper long show today, as we're going to try to split up the information a little bit, as uh, we got a game coming up Monday night against the Houston Texans, where Sage Rosenfels will have a chance to go against the, the Houston Texans. You could just imagine the drama there, as uh, he's going to get them back for uh, trading him. Well, no, he probably is happy they traded him, or was happy, because he thought he was going to be a starter here. And uh, that didn't happen. The real drama of the game is Brett Favre is going to play the whole first half in that game, so we hope for Brett Favre's health, first and foremost, but also we'd like to see a little more, uh, you know, he's got a little more time under his belt now, a little more practice time with the team under his belt, so we hope he'll be a little bit sharper out there, so that is one of the keys to look for in that particular game, but today mainly we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of controversy going on, ESPN report saying that Brett Favre, or that there are players on the team that aren't too happy that Brett Favre is here, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the other two quarterbacks mainly, but it, of course, does not name names, as it's just not worth it. And uh, we're going to get into that first and foremost, and then we're also going to get into uh, the poll I mentioned on the sportsstuff.com in the podcaster section. So that's one of the major things there. That's pretty much what we're going to get into today. We're going to have a three-segment show today. So we'll do one break and then another segment and another break. So a little different than it's been the other two shows. Um... In the end, though, we do have a voicemail line on the sportsstuff.com. We encourage you to get on there and call in. That is how you can uh, be a part of the show, verbally, that is. And uh, the number is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail line. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling in for Purple Mafia. State your statement, your shout-out, your question, comment, whatever it is. And you'll be played on air. So with no further ado, we're going to take our first break and be back after this. 
Here on thesportstuff.com, the new fast-breaking wolves are bursting on the scene with Timberwolves Explosion. Hear about this exciting new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, Johnny Flynn, and new coach Kurt Rambis. Check us out on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, where we cover the wolves like nobody else. Show your true blue, download and listen to this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 38, which is a reminder for iPod users. Well, first and foremost, we're going to get into that the uh, controversy going on here in segment number two today. As now Favre is annoyed as he addresses the, the schism report, the schism report, which Brett Favre makes a comment. This is, of course, courtesy of Judd Zolgad in a blog on the Star Tribune, startribune.com. Brett Favre said today that he doesn't know what schism means. I don't really either, to be honest. I guess I do, but I don't. So forgive my ignorance there. It's more or less a rift. Yep, that's what I thought, and that's what it says, of course. A separation or division into factions. and uh, Or at least I didn't really know it until I saw that. I kind of figured that, but <laughs> that's all that really matters at this point in time. But yeah, the veteran quarterback was clearly annoyed to have his name tied to that word in an ESPN report that was published on Wednesday speaking to a large group of reporters. After the Vikings practiced, Favre discussed the word that caused him a mini-controversy just over a week into his tenure with the team. So uh, yeah, I can understand that. As Favre's comment here, I don't even know what that means. I've got no reaction. I'm just doing what I can do to hopefully help this team win and just try to fit in. I'm not worried about that. That's for you guys to have fun with. Once again, I have no idea what that means. I'm assuming it's controversial. And, uh, yeah, it's somewhat controversial when you're talking about a uh, potential Super Bowl contender, and eh, there might be some guys in the team that aren't too happy that he's there. So that's pretty much... That's just pretty much going to happen with anywhere, with anything, though. I mean... I got to think the quarterbacks are the main guys not too happy about it. Maybe a couple of the young the young guys overall, because they maybe were excited about Tavares Jackson. But like I've said a trillion times on videos and several podcasts, while you buy stock in Tavares Jackson long-term is beyond me. You know, he's, he's, he's just like a penny stock where you got you to gotta ride the momentum and then get off the bandwagon, man. You, you have to. I'm, I'm sorry to some of you out there that might be diehard fans of, of Tavares Jackson, but you can't, you just can't ride, I mean, you can't go long-term. You can't go long-term with a guy like Tavares Jackson. You ride the momentum and then get off quick. Any hint of any type of drop-off, you got to get off. Whereas a guy like Brett Favre, he's not long-term investment as in years down the road, but he's long-term investment in terms of this season. Of, of course, you know, you're going to have ups and downs with anybody, but Tavares Jackson, I mean, it's game to game, folks. It's game to game. And like they also say a million times, Tavares Jackson, when the pressure is on, when the heat is on, the guy is completely undependable. And when the pressure's taken off, he looks like Randall Cunningham in 98. So, you know, I rest my case there, folks, because the evidence is, is so, uh, you know, right in front of you. Why you continue to buy into... Tavares Jackson long-term, I don't know, and I'm sorry to disagree with you. That's just how it's going to have to go there. 
As I continue here, Favre said he feels his reception in the locker room, which came two weeks after training camp open, has been fine. <laughs> and he admitted he's still learning some of the names of his teammates. That doesn't come as a surprise considering there are still 79 guys in the roster. Most of the guys I know, he said, I'm trying to get a comfort level. The plays for me are pretty similar with that I've run in the past. But how guys run them to me is the most important thing. So, uh, yeah. Overall, he goes on to say that chemistry is the most important factor in winning and losing. And, yeah, you have to have chemistry in, in any type of team situation. And to be honest, sure, maybe some unnamed sources aren't happy initially. And I, I don't think it's a long-term thing that they're going to stay unhappy. They just probably feel bad for Tavares Jackson or maybe Sage Rosenfels. Sage Rosenfels has, has put in his dues overall as a nine-year quarterback, but if he didn't earn a starting job, he didn't earn a starting job. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. And when you bring in a guy like Brett Favre, you can't fault the Minnesota Vikings for bringing in Brett Favre, who uh, right now, short-term, is the better option for this team. And as I've also mentioned, guys that are a little bit older, you know, you got to win now because they're not going to be here forever. The Winfields, the Pat Williams, and, and, and such and so on. Steve Hutchinson. You know, and we know running backs don't last forever. So um, I think this thing is being overblown, and uh, Brett Favre obviously does as well. It's just being overblown at this point in time. And uh, if, if it's fact or fiction, that it doesn't really matter. At this, You know, I don't think this is going to be a huge issue long-term for the Minnesota Vikings and for Brett Favre. So with that, I'm pretty much going to pretty much going to leave that as is. I mean, I'm not too worried about it, really. Some of you out there might be um, just going to have to leave that subject alone at this point in time. So I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to get into the poll as there's a lot of discussion right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're turning up the tempo on Brave the Wild. A new era has come to the state of hockey with new attitude, Martin Hablet. A more open style with Coach Todd Richards. And a new philosophy in general manager Chuck Fletcher. We're available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Answer the call and get ready to brave the wild. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 38, which is a reminder for iPod users. Again, notice this show isn't going to be super duper long today because there's no game to review, but uh, I had to get some of this out of the way early as, you know, it's a fairly interesting story and I didn't want it to take up, um, you know, a big chunk of the next episode and make it an hour-long deal. So, plus I also had time tonight and who knows how the schedule is going to be in the future. You know, you got to work around your schedule too. So now we're going to get into the the message boards, which is uh, a big part of the sportstuff.com. As uh, we'd like you to sign up for the message boards, there's a button in the upper or in the right-hand corner now, not as high anymore, on the right-hand side that says TSS boards on the front page of thesportstuff.com. Simply click on that; that is how you'll be prompted to sign up or sign in. And uh, it is 100% free and 100% fun. You can join about 400 members to talk about pretty much any sport. You can talk about video games, politics. You could talk about the man on the moon. Pretty much, that's about how things go um be great to have you on board as mentioned and i need you to vote on the polls as finally 
getting more getting more activity here. As uh, yeah, I mean, I really appreciate this, guys. That there's been some votes here. Finally, in the podcast section, Purple Mafia. The question was, how will far fare this year? The four choices are amazing, just like the old days. Vikings are in business. Second, decent enough to be a factor. Third. Mediocre, not much better than Sage or Jackson. Or fourth, bad. Big, big mistake by Favre and the Vikings. So the, the results of this poll, decent enough to be a factor, take 89%. And the bad, big mistake goes to 11%. So the other two picks not receiving votes. Nobody's thinking that Favre's going to be back in the old days and nobody's seeing him as mediocre. He's either going to be decent, above average, or uh, just really bad. So uh, I'm guessing that was a Packer fan, or no, that's a Bulls fan. I, I know who it is, Bulls man down there voted for that one, you know, Chicago Bears fan. Uh, not too surprised that would happen. So let's get into your comments, and then I'll mention what I believe once again. Alex Phenom. So Alex, thank you for uh, chiming in here. I appreciate that. First time I'm getting a comment from you on air. Here's my real vote. He says, Favre will be decent in the regular season. He may lead the Vikings to the playoffs. But that's when the big mistake will set in. Favre will gunsling a postseason game away like he has done in just about every opportunity he's been given in the past 10 years. Um, I can't fully disagree with you, Alex. As uh, We've seen it happen several times, uh, especially that, that Giants game a few years ago when... Uh, he kept the Packers in the game, but he certainly didn't take charge and, and win the game for him. When in the past, he probably would have, you know, back say like 96, 97, he would have won a game like that. That final pass that wound up in the, the right to, right in the hands of uh, R.W. McCorders was terrible. And uh, that's the end of Farr's legacy in Green Bay. So can't fully disagree with you there. I'm just hoping and praying that won't be the case. Who knows how long uh, he had arm issues and was hiding it. So maybe the uh, the bicep repair will be a factor. Farzine now checks in, host of the Chief Zone. Now also, Alex Phenom is a host of Without a Curse and No Holds Barred. Those are both on thesportstuff.com. Definitely worth checking out. Without a Curse is for the Boston Red Sox. No Holds Barred is for pro wrestling. Both very interesting topics, especially the Boston Red Sox. As a lot of you can guess, I'm Minnesota first, Boston second. I've kind of mentioned that about a thousand times in the past and also on my Facebook. You can notice the New England Patriots are my second favorite football team and my how they ask, who are your top five? All right, enough of that. On to Farzine, who is the host of the Chiefs Zone, which is an outstanding show, and uh, he is an outstanding host. We also played the uh, Kansas City Chiefs last week. And his comment is, I've said and proposed this question multiple times on CZ. Did Mangini make Favre bad, or did Favre make himself look bad? Mangini was obsessed with Favre that he went pass-heavy in a lot of games, which was unnecessary for him to do, especially with a nice running game. And yes, I agree, Farzine. Uh, Thomas Jones had a career year last year. I mean, double-digit touchdowns for Thomas Jones and 1,300 yards? Yeah. You might want to run a little bit more when a guy's playing that well. So now we continue... uh, there were a few times when I asked myself why Mangini kept using Favre when he had two good running backs. In Minnesota, you have a better starter and a better backup in the RB position, the running back position, so it should be better. 
I've never been a fan of Shellrest. Me neither, Farzine, trust me. <laughs> Let's see if he can use Favre the way he should be used. The fact that he has a better running game, I think he'll be smart. I voted B, so basically Farzine's saying decent and should be a factor. Um, I agree, and uh, Brett Favre and Brett Shoulders both are talking about that he won't have to, uh, that his Favre won't have to rely on passing as much. He won't have to do as much now because you have Adrian Peterson and Chester Taylor. And, of course, you can't forget how Chester Taylor is good for those uh, those third down uh, those third down plays. He's, he's about as good a third down running back as there is in the NFL, especially catching out of the backfield and making a move or so to get that first down. Chester Taylor is about as good as it gets in that area. And uh, Favre is going to love him. And, of course, Adrian Peterson, what more can you say? Best running back in the league. That's a lot of pressure coming off number four, folks. Great comment, Farzine. I can't agree more. Can't agree more. Chief Hawk, who is also a Chiefs fan, he's from Iowa, chiming in. I appreciate that. He responding to he's responding to Farzine. He says exactly just like John Elway in later years. He had weapons in the backfield. He didn't need to do it all himself. Favre is going to take pressure off Peterson, and Peterson is going to take pressure off Favre, and that is exactly. What I'm thinking, Chief Hawk, absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be like a John Elway Denver Broncos situation. This is a really beautiful opportunity for the Vikings. I mean, it's just like Terrell Davis, man. Terrell Davis and John Elway. Some of you might think I'm nuts, but I, I, I don't think I am. An aging guy with a, who still has a good arm and, a, and the best running back in the league? Sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like a good year for the Vikings. It really does. Bulls man, 24, team captain, of course, a fan of the Chicago Bulls. And um, his comment is, I think he'll have tons of interceptions and he'll be the reason the Vikings don't make the playoffs. I'm not sure that's going to happen. I have tons of interceptions. Well, maybe. But uh, <laughs> that's just yet to be seen. I can't say I disagree or agree, I guess, on that. Uh, I, I think the Vikings make the playoffs, though. But I do appreciate the comment that's... Uh, more than welcome on the show and post more often. So now we go to Andrew. Andrew Gotsman, who's a Twins fan, he responds to Bullsman. He says, and the Packers will take the division because Cutler has no one to throw to. <laughs> yep, well, we'll just have to wait and see. Packers might take the division. I sure hope not. I would say the Vikings are pretty strong favorites right now. Um, Cutler, unfortunately, looked pretty good. In his most recent game, his first game looked pretty bad with the Bears, so who knows what's going to happen with that. I mean, the Bears, that is a complete crapshoot, and so are the Packers. Packers beat the Vikings in the season opener. Aaron Rodgers had a great season, yet they finished, was it was it 6-10? and 10? Fill me in on that one. I, I have no idea what happened in Green Bay, really. I mean, with all that talent, oh, Brett Favre left. Yeah, that... <laughs> I kind of think Brett Favre was a, Brett Favre leaving was a factor when it came to the wins and losses. The stats were there, but the wins were not. Now Dylan Richardson, who is the guy overall on the SportsStuff.com, he is the guy, the executive producer, and also host of NFL East to West, more than worth checking out. And of course, he is also with Jim Tower. Dylan says, "I voted enough to be a factor." I just don't think it's going to be the Favre of old. That ship has sailed. 
Even with that, he will be a difference maker, especially with what the Vikings had. The Vikings now have three parts to their game that they can excel at. The run, possibly even effective passing game, and stopping the run, all key in getting to the top. Yep, spoken like a true NFL veteran fan right there. Absolutely. Effective running game, great defense, and, and, uh, and you know, effective passing game, stopping the run, and, of course, the great running game in general. I mean, those are, you know, those are the absolute pieces to a potential championship team. So, there you go. And, of course, Dylan Richardson, a Chicago Bears fan. Good luck this season, Dylan. You never know. We'll just wait and see. I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. The final commenter here is NY Buddha, of course, New York Knicks fan. Great to great to hear from you, NY Buddha. He th- he says it's, he thinks it's Super Bowl or bust with Favre. Also, I think he will mess up AP's flow. Not sure the gunslinger can hit the targets in crunch time. Um, I'm not really sure he'll mess up AP's flow. He he might, but Thomas Jones had a career year with Brett Favre last year, so that's one thing that might really have the it might have the opposite effect he may really help ap's flow as now he has a running or quarterback excuse me who can take some pressure off peterson as uh, other people would mention uh the gunslinger thing hitting targets in crunch time yeah it's a crapshoot man it's a crapshoot and also a lot of it can be can really hinge on the health of brett Favre with his number so that's pretty much how things are going to close here with the the poll my comment is i do believe brett Favre will be decent enough to be a factor. I do believe anything can happen. Might explode, might implode, who knows. I am, however, very excited. And uh, it's well worth the risk having an improved team and having a uh, a quarterback who's been there and done that. Unlike Sage Rosenfels and Tavares Jackson. Sage Rosenfels has been a career backup. Tavares Jackson is... Uh, <laughs> he's about as inconsistent as they come. So that's pretty much how I'm going to stand right now. I'm not going to put up a poll for this show. I'll be, I'll have some type of poll at the end of the next show, depending on how things go in that Houston-Texas game. Something will come up that I'll want to get your comments on. But again, I would like to hear from you. Again, to call the number. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Which is, of course, the call-in line for KSS, thesportsstuff.com. Remember to leave it as a voicemail, like always, so you can hear your name on air, hear your voice on air, and I will respond to you. So that's how you can be a part of things here. We appreciate it here on thesportstuff.com, and I appreciate you, the listener, for checking in today. Do enjoy. Uh, We got a game against the Houston Texans on Monday. I'll be having a review possibly that night, depending on the schedule, or Wednesday. So it's all up in the air at this point in time. Until then, though... We're going to hope that guys can stay healthy, as we all know how preseason can be sometimes. Knock on wood. Viking players stay healthy. And uh, we'll just get back to you Monday or Wednesday. Take care.